Bruchem Abay, and welcome everyone to this week's special edition of All Parsha on the Ramban, on Parshas Vaira. While in weeks past we've endeavored to speak out a number of comments of the Ramban on the Parsha, this week actually we are going to focus on one passage of the Ramban on the Parsha. And the reason we're going to focus on one is this Ramban is so fundamental to our understanding of Chumash, because this Ramban explains literally the most oft-repeated Pasuk in the entire Chumash. What is the most oft-repeated Pasuk in the Chumash? A Pasuk that appears more than 70 times. Of course, it's Vayedaber Hashem El Moshe Leimor, Perak Vav Pasuk Yud, the first time this Pasuk appears. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, and the Yubayim Shalom said to Moshe Rabbeinu, saying... And the obvious question here, and the question the Ramban will deal with, is this, uh, we have a superfluous expression, why Vayedaber and Lamar? It could just say Vayedaber Hashem El Moshe, or Vayoymer Hashem El Moshe. Why repeat the word Lamar? Perhaps we'll even explain, because there's another question that could be asked over here, the Ramban does not address specifically, and this is addressed by the Vilna Goin, and that is why two types of expressions Dibor, which usually connotes Dibor Kasha, harsh speech, and Lamar, which usually refers to Amira Raka, soft speech. So the Ramban endeavors to explain this Pasuk that appears so many times throughout the Torah, Vayedaber Hashem El Moshe Lamar. And the Ramban begins by citing the Rishonim, namely the Radak and the Sefer Sharoshim, where the Ramban says, Omru HaMefarshim, the Mefarshim, namely the Radak, Kimilas Lamar b'chala Torah. Whenever it says Lamar in the entirety of the Torah, Lamar Yisrael means speak to the Jewish people. And the Rebbeinisham spoke to Moshe that he should say over and relate to the Jewish people. Now, the Hatam, the meaning then is Sha'amar Hashem l'Moshe. God spoke to Moshe. Emar Yisrael Dvara Say over to the Jewish people these words. Now, in this particular pasuk, Parak Vav, pasuk Yud Vayidaber Hashem Moshe Lamar. Hashem is not telling Moshe to say over to Bnei Yisrael. In fact, he's instructing him what to say to Paroi. And therefore, here the Ramban says, Here it would be, and God spoke to Moshe to say to Paroi. But the Ramban summarily rejects this pshat of the Radak. And the Ramban asks a number of questions on it. Says Ramban, The, the Pasuk in Beresh Islam and Aleph, Pasuk Chavtes, that Lavan says to Yaakov, Emesh Omar Eli Lemar, God said to me yesterday, saying, Enoi Ba Al Nachem, does not fit in well according to this explanation, because God did not tell Lavan anything to say over to anybody. God just reprimanded Lavan. So Lemar cannot always mean God said that the person should say over, because when it comes to Lavan, God did not say any did not relay anything to Lavan to say over to anybody else. Furthermore, And likewise, in most places where it repeats, God said to Moshe, Lamar, say over, clearly Lamar does not mean to relay because then the next Pasuk would be not needed completely because if Lamar means to say over, why would Ibn Shem need to say Daber? So clearly, Lamar in all of those cases does not mean to say over, because that's the next pasuk, Daber el bnei Yisrael, or Vayoymer Hashem el Moshe Lamar, Daber el bnei Yisrael, Vayamato aleim. 
So clearly there also, Lamar does not mean to say over because that's the next Pasuk. Or, in Parshas Chukas, Vayoimru el Koadas b'nei Yisrael, Lamar, they, Moshe and Aaron, said to the congregation of Israel, saying, they did not say anything to the B'nai Yisrael that the B'nai Yisrael should say over. So clearly Lamar does not mean to say over because Moshe and Aaron did not instruct anything to the B'nai Yisrael that the B'nai Yisrael should say over. Or, Vayoyimru B'nai Yisrael al Moshe Lamar him Gavanu. And the B'nai Yisrael said to Moshe, saying, we're going to die. They didn't tell Moshe anything to say over. They just spoke to Moshe. Or, Vayimar Aleichem Oisahi Lamar. Moshe says to the Jewish people, and I spoke to you at that time saying, Moshe didn't say anything to the Bnei Yisrael to say over. And many such examples, likewise in this particular chapter, where Firstly, God spoke to Moshe and Aaron to say, what do you mean? He didn't instruct them to say anything, and Paro will say to you, saying, Paro didn't say anything to Moshe that they should say over to anybody else. It is not correctly explained that they should relay it. And therefore the Ramban rejects the Pshad of the Radak in the Sefer HaSharashim. And the Ramban introduces us to a very fundamental understanding of what does the most oft-repeated Pasuk and Chumash mean. So even though we're learning one Ramban, but this is Ramban that you'll be able to review in your mind at least 70 times over the next year. Every time you see this Pasuk, you say, oh, that's such a simple Pasuk. This Pasuk is re- reviewing and articulating and enunciating most, one of the most basic tenets of our belief. Says Ramban, what is correct in my eyes, ki milas lemar. The word lemar, lahoyrois al beirur demonstrates clarity. God spoke to Moshe. Not hazy, not cloudy, not fuzzy, not basically, but God instructed Moshe. Clear cut instruction. Not a doubtful or unclear vision. Not insinuating, but rather the Lord always speaks to Moshe Rabbeinu. In the most pristine vision, clear-cut vision. Therefore, this expression is consistent and repeated throughout the Torah. The prophecy of Moshe is mouth-to-mouth. God speaks to him. Not with any riddle. And I would just like to add an idea that I believe the Ramban is saying himself is the reason why this Pasuk then is repeated so many times in the Torah, is the fundamental principle of Torah is Moshe Rabbeinu's prophecy is superior to the prophecy of any other Navi, meaning the whole backbone of the Torah. The fundamental foundational principle of the Torah is the supreme status of the prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu. That everything that Moshe tells us is not his interpretation, is what is called Aspaklaria Hameira, clear, pristine vision. Not there's no room for interpretation, there's no room for exposition. This is exactly what Hashem told Moshe, and it's so important that we know this because this is the Amuna of the Torah, that everything Moshe relates to us is exactly what Hashem told him. What about in some of the other instances where it says Lamar says Ramban, 
That's why Lavan was telling Yaakov, I want you to know, God told me in no uncertain terms that I cannot harm you. Yesterday God said to me, in an absolute expression, that I cannot harm you. Because if God would have told me in some kind of unclear expression, and I could have interpreted, maybe yes harm you, maybe no harm you, then I for sure would have harmed you. Then I certainly would have done evil to you. Likewise, God spoke to Moshe and to Aaron saying, meaning they said, we're very unhappy. They didn't beat around the bush. They didn't hem and haw. They said, Moshe, we are not happy with the way we're being treated. They said this to them explicitly. And they cried out to them openly. Now, the Ramban says that very often in Chumash, you can have two verbs, one after the other. One could be infinitive. One could be what is called the term of inflected. And sometimes the infinitive b- appears before the inflected, and sometimes vice versa. So for example, ki hamakar pam pam the infinitive is added for clarification. Sometimes it comes before, sometimes it comes after. So in this particular instance, the word lemar is infinitive and it comes after vayedaber. And another example of this is kamai oimrim amar lemanaatsai. They can, they consistently and always say to those who desecrate me, here the word amar is infinitive, and the word Amar appears after the inflective. But this is the Ramban's shot in Vayidaber Hashem El Moshe Lemar, namely, that the Lord spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu in absolute, clear communication. Moshe didn't have to interpret a vision, an image, a picture. This is exactly what Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, I want to just contrast this because Amazingly, in Parshas Matos, on the Pasuk, Vayermer Hashem El Moshe, Zehadavar, Rashi points out, Moshe prophesied with the word Koi, Koi Amar Hashem Kachatzois Halayla. The other Nevi'im prophesied Bekoi, Koi Amar Hashem. Moshe had additional Madrega that he was Misnave, he prophesied with the word Zeh, Zehadavar. What is the meaning over here? So the Mizrahi and the Yisifsei Chachamim, they say that the word koi implies, basically this is the message, but it has to be interpreted. And zeh implies absolute clarity, what is called asbaklaria hameira, as opposed to other Nevi'im who prophesied asbaklaria she'ena meira. So other Nevi'im prophesied with the word koi. This is basically what God said. Moshe Rabbeinu had an added level, he prophesied with the word zeh, this is exactly what God said. This is Asbaklaria Hamira. The only problem is Rashi begins Moshe prophesied with Koi, Koi Amar Hashem The other Nevi'im prophesied with Koi, and Moshe had added Zeh. So that implies that Moshe did at times prophesy with Asbaklaria Sheinamira. So the Mizrahi says, yes, Moshe began his prophecy as a novice, and when he came to Paroi, he said, Koi Amar Hashem. So in the beginning, according to Mizrahi, Moshe did prophecy with what is called an unclear prism. And the Sifsei Chachamim explains, until when did Moshe prophesy with this level of unclarity? 
until Sinai, until Kabbalah Satoira, and from then on you will never see again the words Kai. However, this understanding of the development of the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu does not seem to be consistent with the Ramban, because the Ramban learns that Vayedaber Hashem al Moshe Lemar is clear cut Nevuah Peh El Peh with what we refer to as Asbaklaria Hamiira Loi Mare Mesupekes Veloi Beremes. So here the Mizrahi is saying Moshe at the start of his Nevuah prophesied with Koi, and yet Moshe is getting Nevuah Vayedaber Hashem Moshe Lemar. These comments of the Ramban, I believe, fit better with the understanding of the Gorariya in the Maral. The Maral on Rashi and Parshas Matos says, Heaven forbid that Moshe began his prophecy on a lower madrega than the level he was on a Matan Torah. Moshe always prophesied But that's only when God was telling him Torah. When God was telling him eternal law for the Jewish people. However, when Moshe Rabbeinu was just given information to relate to Paroi, at that time, Moshe Rabbeinu perhaps did receive a, a nevuah on the level of other neviim, and that's why he prophesied Bekai. So what's interesting is that according to the Maral, there was never a time in Moshe Rabbeinu's life that he was on a lower level of prophecy, and he prophesied with Kai. It's just that it depends on what type of information the Rebbe Hashem was offering Moshe. If he was offering Moshe Torah, that's Asbaklari Hameira at all times, according to the Maral. If God was offering Moshe Rabbeinu information to relay, that could have been Bekai. It's interesting, according to this Ramban, Vayidabra Hashem Moshe Lemar, we do not find other Nevi'im spoken to in this way, Vayidabra Hashem El Yirmiya Lemar, El Yechezke Lemar. That could simply be understood because these other prophets did not have Amira Berura. Their nevuah was Asbaklari Shenem Ira. The only other individual who we find this terminology, Vayedabra Hashem El Lamar, is Yehoshua. Perhaps because Yehoshua was somewhat on the madrig of Moshe Rabbeinu, as Chassam Soifer writes, he was Yeshua bin Nun. He was Misabainain. He contemplated the 50th level of wisdom that only his Rebbe, Moshe Rabbeinu, no. For the sake of completion, I must share with you the Vilna Goyen's pshat on the Pasuk Vayedaber Hashem HaMashalimah. The Vilna Goyen says, you know, Dibor connotes Amira Kasha, harsh speech. Amira connotes Amira Raka, soft speech. There's an idea that the Torah, the Chumash, is somewhat Midas Hadin. As we know, the Torah says, 40 lashes. The Torah says, an eye for an eye. But the Rabbanon come along and they say, no, 39 lashes. They say, no, not an eye for an eye. Th- um, money. Pay kesef. So the Torah's viewpoint seems to be conveying midas hadin. The viewpoint of the Chachamim is midas harachamim. That is why the Gros says in the, in the uh, Gemara, God is referred to as the merciful one, Rachamana. The viewpoint of the Rabbanon from the Tarshabapet is Rachamim. Tarshabachsav is Midas Hadin. That is why in the Gemara you always find Amar Abaye, Amar Rava, not Daber Abaye, Daber Rava. Says the Gra, Vayedaber Hashem Omoshalemar teaches us that every component of Torah has two parts to it. There's Dibor, Tarshabachsav, and Amira, Tarshabapet. 
Vayedaber Hashem al Moshe Lemar. This is Torah. Torah has two parts to it. Vayedaber Dibor Kasha, the Tarshabah Peh, Lemar Amira Raka, the Tarshabah Zav. I had this chus a few years ago to visit Rav David Kohen, the Rosh Hashiva of Hebron. And he shared with me, why do we say, Friday night, Mogen Avois Bidvaroi, God shields our forefathers with his Dibor, and he revives the dead with his Amira. Says Rav David Kayin, based on the Gra, we understand beautifully. The fact that God will protect our forefathers, that's written explicitly in the Tar Sav. So, Mogen Avois Bidvaroi, because of his word in the written law. Mechaye Mesim, the resurrection of the dead, that is alluded to in the Chumash. That's Torah Peh. That's Bema Amarai. Vayedaber Hashem El Moshe Lemar. It may be an oft-repeated Pasuk, but so much depth of fundamental thought lays in this Pasuk. Be it the Pshat of the Radak, that Hashem told Moshe to relay. Be it the Pshat of the Ramban, that God spoke to Moshe in absolute clear Dibor, Asbaklar Yahameira, and of course the Gra, Vayedaber Lemar, Tarshabachsav, Tarshabalpeh. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos.